This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Hey Larry, welcome to the bandwagon. To you specifically and no one else. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Wait, is that, is well, that how we treat our podcast listeners? Is we isolate each other and then completely ignore them? Or it's... It's a very into it's it's not actively ignoring them. It's just acknowledging the fact that they're probably not there or <laughs> exist. No, so I, I think welcoming me for look, and if somebody is a hanger on or somebody is, a, you know, we we could it would basically be if like you and I were at a bar talking about the big game and uh, somebody yes. was eaves, eavesdropping on what we were talking about and finding great interest or looking to ridicule us later. Um, yes. Yes. Then it, that's we don't have any uh, active participation in that. We don't have the ability to, you know, if they don't want to jump in and say anything, and they're just going to pick up everything we, we, you know, we say uh, without interjecting anything. It's not our fault, right? So well, I, I think of it that way. It's like if people are finding us or listening to us, it's either by accident or they're just kind of sneaking on in to eavesdrop what these two idiots have to say, and then giggle with all their friends about it later and i'm fine with that I've, that's that's my whole career right there well i am idiot number show. one kevin shots idiot number two is larry morgan this is welcome Hi. to the bandwagon the rams theme uh, the rams fan podcast the nice thing too i, I it, it, it <laughs> is so sleepy it is, the so day, it is the day after the rams game on sunday usually we record immediately after i'm going off of about five or six hours of sleep and uh, and it was worth it. Just uh, the the Rams did lose, by the way, because I guess we should probably start with the Rams thing. They lost, yeah, and we, yeah. we we will get into that. They lost to. Yes. I'm like, what? I'm like, what team did they play? The Eagles. That's right. Yes, I was I was in Indio for the day. 
seeing Metallica and Tool at a at a, a huge at the Coachella Indio at the fairgrounds. I'm still trying to put words together. Power Trip. Yeah. It was a great concert, yeah. but I was able so to the, watch. So the losers there were everybody who went to that. Is what <laughs> yeah. No, no I I'm do, not going to bag on Tool and and Metallica fans. That that would be a bad thing to do. So it probably yeah, was. I would I would be I would bet it was heavy, man. It was it was very heavy. It was there was there was metal there, and the metal was it was weighty. It had some it had yeah. some weight had to some it. Heft. Yeah. Had some heft. Okay, good. <laughs> but here's what I'll say as I'm learning as I'm uh, <laughs> struggling to put words together that make cohesive sentences. Yeah, well, now you know now you know where I'm at most of the time so. every day. Yeah. Uh, for a Rams loss, it's it's very interesting. Last week we won against the Colts, but we were up 23 to nothing and we won and it wasn't the greatest feeling. It was good that we won, but it was this weird feeling. This week we lose to the Eagles and weirdly I kind of have a good feeling like it's it they they really showed up the Rams did and really proved that they could hold their ground against a a heavy hitter like the Eagles. I don't know, do you do you, do you share that sentiment at all, Larry? I'm so glad you said that, Kevin, uh, in in what I could parse from the random utterances that came out of your mouth there. I feel as if I think you actually uh, said it, said it quite eloquently, actually, better, better than I'm apparently doing, because um, I've been having the same feeling because I, I, I should be disappointed and I am disappointed that the Rams uh, couldn't beat the Eagles at home. Um, there are. A couple of reasons why it's not that discouraging. I think one, the the Eagles are, if everybody stays healthy, a solid Super Bowl contender this year. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt that is a strong team. There's a reason that they are undefeated at this time. They are efficient. They're not flashy. They are blue collar Philadelphia man. They they do have some big plays, but they have you know solid players on both sides of the ball. That is a good team, even though. They have, I guess they struggled with the commanders last week. You know, that's going to happen. But they played a Rams team that was playing its best football in a season and a half. (laughs) I mean, it's been, I mean, they, and even, you know, the commentators, the, the guys who were calling the game were actually very taken with the fact that the Rams looked as good as they did. They perhaps anointed them a little too soon. And I also am not sure that they have been watching the last couple of Rams games. <laughs> I don't know uh, yeah. if they were paying attention. Um, but I feel the same way, Kevin. It was like, no, this sh- this was the first time in a long time we have seen genuinely the Rams team that we saw in the championship season play the way they should have and to the their point they made this point several times an improved defense from a stats standpoint um even with a bunch of young guys which stats don't mean anything if you end up you know being on the low end of the score so while there were some still some issues and uh and i have uh, a lot of issues with philadelphia fans which we can get into later (laughs) I, i feel the same way i was like it's still early enough in the season and just getting cooper cup back and seeing the the crazy number of weapons now that matthew stafford has out there if this team has the ability to improve which is ideally what you want to do over the course of a season then there there might be more you know blue skies ahead uh mm-hmm. once they start to face 
tougher teams, which we will down the line. So yeah, I'm in the same boat. It was like, yeah, that was a loss, but it didn't feel as devastating as we felt a lot last season. So I'm I'm yeah. with you on that, Kevin. Uh, totally. Oh my gosh! Every um, loss last season was like a de- like. Oh wow, we lost again. Oh, we, 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 there was uh, there was like a little bit of hope every game last season. Like maybe we'll turn it around now, and then we didn't. Whereas this year, I think our our expectations are so uh, reasonable that yes. that losses <laughs> actually feel good. Losses actually feel good. And, and yeah, I mean, it's it, we're two and three, which you know you don't want to be on, on the other side of that 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 line too long. And yeah. and again. We said this a lot last year up until we couldn't say it anymore. You know, there's still a lot of season left and there's also still a lot of parity in the in even in our own division after San Francisco. So at the moment, with the strong showing that we saw, especially in that like that first drive and then, you know, going forward and I, I, I you know, there were some. there are definitely things to fix and shore up. That's no problem. And I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that we can really tune up on the Cardinals next week and feel so much better about ourselves. And just, you know, if we could like rack up 52 points next week against the Cardinals, that would be such a great way to just kind of jumpstart going into the rest of the season. Um, And and the perfect team to do it. Um, Maybe. Maybe we could break that Dolphins record of 70 from earlier. This <laughs> is 70 against the Broncos. Oh my gosh. That would feel, yeah, 52 points is great, but I'm going to see your 52 and raise you 70. Uh, that, right. would, that would be awesome. And hey, look, you said the, you said the magical name a, a couple minutes ago, Cooper Cup. I mean, oh my gosh. The first drive of the game, the first half, really, everything was going to him. And it was, it was amazing because we've seen Puka be incredible and he's making right. these catches and he looks good but oh my gosh seeing cooper cup catch a ball and just like you know manhandle his way to a few extra yards and it was and also larry did you hear the coops came in yes. instantly the first yes. time the t- the football touched his hands it just it, it was there was coops all over and i i was waiting for the pookas but it hasn't caught on yet. I I don't yeah. I don't understand why because we talk about it and, and I know people listen to us. Right? Oh wait, no, that's that's the problem is that we're our message yeah, isn't getting out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but look, I, I, that's going to catch on eventually. I think this. I mean, we've got we've have pointed out Coop, Puka, Tutu. I mean, there's. All, there should yeah. be it should be nothing but ooh 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 sounds the, the, the whole the whole time. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. But and, and 
you know, and, and so Puka didn't have the kind of crazy production uh, that he did have in the first few weeks, but that's, there's a reason for that because when you got Cooper cup in there and when he is running these routes, I mean, he looked as I was really like hoping we didn't see any, like a step missing or, I mean, it's just like from first pass was mm-hmm. an amazing connection, perfect route, perfect pass. He's just doing what he's doing. And then suddenly that's freeing up other, I mean, uh, the defense is recognizing, Oh, we're going to have to keep an eye on this guy. And then we've got these other weapons on the team. Um, yeah. That's again, all that's very encouraging. Um, you know, we were just, we were just facing a really, really, well-coached, uh, high, high performance team yesterday. Um, as well as, I guess we should just say it, uh, a sea of yeah. fricking Philly fans in yeah. SoFi yesterday. Just, yeah. uh, uh, the, the amount of, what is that green and silver? What is that? <laughs> is that what the- <laughs> just, that's the color of my vomit this morning after my hangover from uh, from power trip. <laughs> I did I did find a stat. I was doing a little bit of research on trying to figure out. I even went as far as to ask uh, Chat uh, GPT about um, the percentage of non Los Angeles fans in. Los Angeles, and it gave me the runaround. It was just telling me, well, with the diversity and ever-changing population of, <laughs> yeah, and and it was asking me to check out the latest surveys and 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 research. And I'm like, that's why I came to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you bot. I that's mean, that's your I'll, job, robot. That's your job. I don't. You, I do nothing now as a human being. Yeah, Fill artificial for me. Yeah, artificial intelligence. My ass. Um, so. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm well, sorry. I, I'll, I know that will come back to haunt me when the robots take over. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been recorded. They they are listening to that on loop right now. Uh, but I did find uh, the the most engaged fans chart. Uh, oh, interesting. After I did, and and this this is basically looking at social media engagement and and other platforms. Okay. And, yes. and it's not surprising that uh right now, especially because of their success, the Kansas City Chiefs are uh-huh. have the most engaged fans. The 49ers are second, which okay. kind of surprises me because I know they're not LA up there and I know that they are, you know, on a on a track to, you know, do very well this year, but I feel like Northern California fans can be just as nonchalant as yeah. Southern California fans. Like, oh yeah, they got a lots going on up there, and uh, there's a lot of wine to taste, and there's <laughs> so much marijuana being smoked, and I just so it surprises me they're engaged in anything. But they're number two, and yeah. of course e- the Eagles uh, come in at number three, um, which. You know, the fact that they're able to actually figure out how social media works in Philadelphia is. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm banging on everybody. Indiana hates us. Um, uh, yeah, the Bay Area hates it. Let's let's just add Philadelphia to our list of, of, of uh, cities and states that we're banned in. What's a what's a little bit of a bummer is that it shows the Los Angeles Chargers as no. the number seven 
most engaged team and that the Rams are down at number 11, not, not at the bottom, which is, yeah. which is great. I mean, there are some, you know, there are some teams you would think like Green yeah. Bay Packers fans get a little rabid and they're way down at the bottom. And that's surprising. Um, that's very surprising. Cowboys have got to be up there, right? Cowboys are number 13. That, I'm surprised that, that both LA teams are higher than the Cowboys and the Packers. Most engaged yeah. fans, though. Social media, again, the social yeah. media thing may be playing a role, but yeah. uh, even still, I mean, it's, ge- it's generally the consensus that in terms of U.S. population, that the Cowboys are still the most popular team across mm-hmm. everyone in the United oh. States. Okay. Um and and they have been that way for some time. That whole America's team thing really yeah. took hold back in the '90s, and uh, you know it's it's dropped a bit since then. But apparently they they, they still, still have that sort of you know cachet. But in terms of engagement on social media, yeah, the the Cowboys. I don't know. Maybe they're just above it. It's like, oh no, I'm not going. To, I'm not going on instagram i'm i'm just gonna paint my entire house white and blue and just giant star on the top of it hey they they show their fandom in a different way i would say you could argue that's probably a better way to show fandom um you know the interesting uh interesting thing that happened to me yesterday that's related to what you're talking about is before so again i was at i was at the empire and Empire Polo Club in Coachella, Indio. Um, and before the concert started, there was this little bar area that was that had these enormous screens and they were showing the Cowboys Niners game uh, on these huge screens. And the, I think the Astros and Twins were on and the playoffs. And every time the Niners did anything good, and especially when they scored, that place erupted like you would think we were in San Francisco, like we were in a bar in San Francisco. They went crazy. And it was, you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I am perplexed by the idea that Southern California has such a strong San Francisco 49ers fan base. We've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do understand in theory why we didn't have a team for 20 plus years and San Francisco is close by. So I guess people hopped on, but what I'm learning to kind of accept and realize, like, I think I'm just the wrong one here. I think for me to assume that is wrong. (laughs) I, I would say if, if California had one team that was most beloved as a as a state in general, I think it's got to be the Niners. Uh, unfortunately, as much as that pains yeah. me to say, I think across the state they're beloved, and according to your little list there, the the Niners are uh, are a very are a very popular team for some reason. It do, it doesn't matter their geographical like actual location. No, no. So, I mean, look, they're 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 well established. They've also similar to the Cowboys. They have had a period of a of a dynasty. Uh, in mm-hmm. in fairly re- in recent enough history that you know that builds a fan base when you've when you've got that number of wins over the course of a decade and so you know people hang on to that they've they've gone through some tough times up there so they you know but but they do seem to have a very loyal fan base and and look keep in mind this is we just got two teams 
uh, yeah. you know, five years ago, basically, uh, or however long it's been. I can't do math. I was, it's too <laughs> early for us to be doing that sort of work. I but love being it, able to go back to that excuse, by the way. We should get up early every day and do this so that we can just blame our, our idiosity. <laughs> idiosity, is that the word yeah. that I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah we can just it's, blame it, it on that. It's a word now. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't even know how dedicated the fan base was when when the Rams were were here. I mean, one of the reasons they moved to St. Louis is because you know they were they were kind of shoved down to Anaheim and yep. uh, uh, didn't had some moments and had you know Eric Dickerson and and uh, anybody remember uh, a guy by the name of Jim Everett? I mean, remember, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah. that guy uh, who was uh, something for about a minute, mostly because he picked a fight with Jim Rome. Um, which oh was yeah. Oh I, yeah. So I, I, I don't know how dedicated uh, the Rams fans were when they were first here. So, uh, you know, it was, and I'll tell you how, it, it, going back to Philadelphia, they here's how engaged Philadelphia fans are, being number three on that list. They're so engaged that one Eagles fan actually infiltrated the locker room after the game yesterday. No. Really? And, uh, yes. Uh, no, somehow I... got into the locker room along with reporters and no. approached, approached A.J. Brown, who immediately was like, I don't know who this dude is, and uh, and alerted he, team <laughs> team. This is the this is the Eagles uh, rece- wide receiver, receiver AJ yeah. Brown. Yeah, so he was in yeah. the Eagles locker. I thought this was a I thought this was a silly Larry Morgan like stand up routine setup about nope. you know they're they're so wild that they got in the locker room and I was waiting for the punchline nope. and then nope. and then it didn't no, come because real. it actually happened. It was a real thing. So that, that says a couple crazy. of things. It just says how insistent Philly fans are about being uh, a part of things and being engaged and it also shows maybe sofi security needs to step up a little bit especially when you know you've got philadelphia fans there because you know how bonkers those guys are well the only thing that i heard in all of that is um i i think there's a way to get into the rams locker room and i think i'm gonna find (laughs) a way to get in and i'm gonna wear my tutu and my puka shells and i'm gonna have my staff i'm gonna wear the aaron donald the donald duck hat that's where i'm gonna make that i'm gonna be in the locker room and cooper cup's gonna be like i don't know who that guy with the tutu is there (laughs) i don't recognize that man there yeah Um, i uh, i I, I I will reiterate this. I have said this before. I will not be bailing you out. So <laughs> you are on your own. Don't mention my name and don't mention the name of this podcast or where you work or <laughs> or, or, or anything. Okay. Don't mention it. Yeah. Don't Complete nothing to connect back to Larry Morgan. Understood. <laughs> Understood. Right. Um, well, look. Well, uh, uh, so this. Yeah. I mean, look. We lost to the the Eagles. Um, at home and and none of that's great other than the fact that we saw flashes of a team that we have been waiting to uh you know come back to life and again cardinals coming into our house next week oh yeah on, gonna... well just this week on sunday so the, yeah. the expectation there would be we should handle that i mean look uh, we struggle with the colts who knows whether what kind of team they really are, but we were in their house. We didn't have the full slate of, of the players that we needed, but we came away with a victory on that. This was just a much more, seems like we had much better execution 
uh, especially at the start of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, things starting to gel, coming together, a lot of young players starting to understand their role, coaches understanding what the strengths are with on, within the team. I mean, all of these things, because just so many things different than what they were last year, and even, for that matter, the season before. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm staying encouraged by, by the flashes of what we saw. Um, and in fact, I think we have... I'm not going to say the next few games are gimmies by any means, but yeah. you know, we, we do get to stay at home for whatever that's worth. Haven't necessarily seen an advantage to being at home lately, other than the fact that they just don't have to travel. Yeah. Um, and that, and that we know that fans of the opposing team will infiltrate the locker room and hopefully like, you know, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully slip some, uh, what, what is it? Some X lax into some people's Gatorade or something. Maybe that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> so for um, the next two weeks, we got Cardinals visiting and Steelers visiting. Not really sure where the Steelers are at as a team right now either. Um, yeah, the, but the, then, I think they're a lot like us. They're kind of like, I don't know what right. we're going to get week to week. Um, yep. So, so it's hard to say. They, yeah. And then uh, after that, though, we do have to travel to visit the aforementioned Cowboys. And yes, th- that's. That's going to be a tough one. We also go to the immediately after that, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field <laughs> yeah, in uh, early November. So, I mean, it, it could be perfect and it could be a blinding snowstorm. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm sure you'll have plenty to say about how terrible Green Bay is once we get there. And you, we will totally uh, alienate everyone from Wisconsin and uh, be banned from there as well. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Uh, <laughs> one, I'm not sure they know how to find podcasts on, <laughs> on their flip phones. And, and usually uh, they're, they're falling asleep after an overdose of, of, uh, you know, melted cheese on anything, <laughs> uh, before the game's even done. So they, you know, they're not okay. getting their information yeah. from us. That's for sure. We're, we, we're, we're going to check off the states. We're so, well, we're going to get a map and we're going to say states where welcome to the bandwagon is banned and we're just filling them in as we go along but uh here's what i will say is we do remain the perennial pollyannas of podcasting you know um you know with everything that you just said about who knows i'm gonna remain optimistic and say that we're um we're gonna pull ahead and we're gonna we're gonna get some wins even at the end of the broadcast greg olson who was calling the game on fox said like i think we're looking at a, a, at a pretty serious contender for a wild card spot here because you know it's like at this point catching the niners gonna be real tough i think there's a legitimate shot if we can uh, string together some wins here especially uh, in the kind of middle of the season that we're stepping into um you know another uh, another pro to listening to this year podcast welcome to the bandwagon this was just just one random thought that i wanted to share from from yesterday's game is that uh, again, it was Greg Olson who I I think they were quoting. um, It might not even been Greg Olson. They were quoting Raheem Morris, our defensive coordinator who kind of tongue in cheek said during an interview, our defensive line is Aaron Donald and a bunch of guys you've never heard of, which was, which (laughs) was fun. And he, he meant that with admiration. Like he loves these guys, but he knows that they don't have a lot of recognition, but because you listen to the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast, you know who Christian Roseboom is. So you know it's Aaron Donald, Christian Roseboom, and a bunch of guys you've never heard of. And that was actually proven to me moments later when somebody named Zach Van Valkenberg got a sack. Mm-hmm. I had never yep. heard of this name. I was like, that is someone I had never heard of, and now I have, and he's got so many syllables in his name, and I love him. So uh, now we got yes. three guys that we know. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, uh, unfamiliar name uh, from the standpoint that we have actually talked about Van Belkenberg on this podcast and <laughs> you've completely forgotten it. So that's that's how non-memorable that name is. <laughs> no, that was fact, that I, was Brody Van Regenmorter last week. That was I think that's who you're confusing us uh, having spoken about. <laughs> all right. You know what? We'll have we'll have our producer go back to uh, in the tape and 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 pull that for us. No, we won't uh, because I am the producer. We all yeah, know that's, that's right. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, we're we're we are welcome to the bandwagon. We are a safe place for Rams fans. We're not a car. We're not a bus. Hop on board. You're safe with us. <laughs> Don't do that. Stop <laughs> quoting your own theme song. Stop it. Uh, and we are back again uh, later this week. Uh, probably a little bit more awake and coherent than we are right now. <laughs> Another likely. new episode will drop on Thursday of uh, complete Rams fan silliness. You can count mm-hmm. on that. And then uh, back again uh, sometime after the game versus the Cardinals, the uh, slaughter that is sure to come <laughs> that we expect after this Sunday. So you can find us as you found us just now, uh, whether it's on the free Odyssey app, which we hope that you download to your smartphone and access us as often as you can and uh, subscribe, please, or anywhere you get your podcasts, we are available. Welcome to the bandwagon, your Rams fan podcast. We will see you next time what what kind of sign off sound like um, see it and it's a salute like and you and you salute when, i did i'm yeah, suddenly you did. on and a I'm, game and show yeah see see you next time see you next time and just imagine kevin and i are both from the brim of our, our rams caps just, here we go this is where every listener is saluting back i'm sure they are i'm sure they are yeah they're saluting <laughs> with a middle finger perhaps <laughs> <laughs> different kind of salute welcome to 